going on? Brand new podcast. We haven't missed one yet in January, and uh, we're looking to go into February with this. This is kind of surprising. I really did not think this was going to stick, but hey, podcasts are working right now for me. We have a decent amount of people actually coming back here on old Spotify and whatnot. Now, I am kind of in a real ghetto makeshift uh, recording here. You can probably hear a fan in the background. You can probably hear like uh, static and everything. I'm actually kind of like set up in a bit of a closet in my dorm room right now. As weird as that may sound, that's where I'm at right now. It's, it's like the best thing sound-wise because, you know, there's, there's this big-ass vent AC heating thing in my room, and you can hear it in the room the whole time. This is like the best place I've found, and I walked around with my microphone and my laptop to find it. This seems to be the best part. So, with that in mind, I apologize for any crappy background sound you may hear. I'm going to try and filter it before this thing goes up. This is the best I'm doing. It's the best I got. I promise. Giving it my all. Anyway, we are back up here in Pennsylvania, in Pittsburgh. A lot of uh, lake effect snow, a lot of snow just in general this past week that I've been up here now. Um, got some stories, got plenty of stuff to talk about. Podcast last week, I said I was coming back up to Pennsylvania, and I had to move in. I was getting a COVID test and everything, and I made it pretty clear this is going to be where it's going to get interesting, because I thought I was getting a nose swab, you know, those nose swab COVID tests where they have that really long-ass Q-tip thing. They put it up your nose, or you have to do it yourself, and you have to scratch the back of your eyeballs and all that. That didn't happen. What I had was a mouth swab, and it looks like a glorified Q-tip. Like, the, the the tips, like, double the length of, like, the average Q-tip you have. And what happens is, when I got to school, well, I just said hangers. Man, this closet doesn't have a lot of space. Let me just kind of paint the picture. I walked in to school... I unpacked all my stuff, got here at like 9.30 probably last Friday, unpacked all my stuff, got my room set back up, and then I had an appointment at 3 o'clock to go down towards the gymnasium here at school and get my COVID test. So come 3 o'clock, I'm down there. They have like a, it looks like a glorified ice cream truck. Uh, it had these two windows, and you know those mailbox library drop box things that, that they have where you can like return books or CDs or whatever? They had those on the side. So like there are two windows, and there are like two lines. You go up to this window, and the lady will ask you for your ID number, your certification number, and everything you get in this email when you register. And after I did that, she... She, uh, she like asked me, like, you know, have you eaten or drank anything in the past three minutes? You know, like, are you on drugs or have you been drinking? And, you know, if you say yes, I mean, obviously you're going to get pulled. But the answer was no. In three minutes, no. But they, like, have this, uh, like, big Ziploc bag thing, but it's really slim. And they drop it down into this, uh, the Dropbox thing at the bottom, and it opens, and then you grab it. And so they had this tent set up right next to this 
truck thing after you get your bag of goodies. You go and you sit down at this tent, and they had four chairs set up in each corner of the tent. And there were these two guys dressed in all whites with masks on. They looked like, uh, I think it was Allegheny Health that was there. They, they were with the hospital. And I was with three other people. We sat down under this tent, and the guy gives you specific instructions. And he'll say, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to open the bag. So everyone opens the bag. He'll say, I want you to pull out the swab that looks like it's in a toothbrush box, like those single brush, toothbrush box things that you normally get from like the dentist. So you pull this thing out, and that's like the really big Q-tip thing. And that's called the swab. And he says, I want you to tear the back of it off, pull the swab out. So everyone does it. Then he'll say, now we're going to be doing a series of tests inside your mouth. And I was like, this thing's going up my nose. Like, this thing is long. This thing's going up my nose. I was like, there, there ain't no way in hell this thing's going up my nose. It was a mouth swab. Thank God. He says, we're going to do a series of swabs all throughout your mouth. And so he said, you can take your masks down. We all take our masks down. And we take the swab. And he says, I want you to brush three times the left side of your cheek. And so the other guy that's not given instructions would count out loud with you. And the two guys would check you very closely to make sure you're actually doing it. You know, you're not just kind of holding it in your mouth. And so he'd count one, two, three, and you'd, you'd move the swab three times. And he'd say, right cheek. And then you move over to the other cheek. And then the other guy would count one, two, three. And after that, he'd say, okay, now the top lip. And then you'd go around like the top surface between your teeth and the uh, inside of your lip. And they count one, two, three, and then the bottom, one, two, three. And then your tongue, I think we did it twice, <clears throat> like two different areas, but you still swab it three times. I think that's what happened. Let's see, was there anything else? So you hold, you hold this glorified Q-tip thing in your mouth, and you're supposed to like hold it in your mouth, close your mouth, breathe, but the little indent on the stick is supposed to never go in your mouth. So he says to you, while your mouth is closed, I want you to go back into the bag and pull out the little test tube, like a little beaker test tube looking thing with a little screw on cap. He, uh, he says, I want you to break the tip off the Q-tip, meaning the part that has the indent, the little part that can break off. You keep your mouth closed on it, and then you pull it out, and then you put it in the test tube. And then once you put the lid on, he'll say to you, okay, now I want you to shake it up. So everyone's over there like shaking it up and he'll count out loud, one, two, three, four, five. And then after that was done, he'll say, put the broken tip back in the bag, take the test tube and put that in the bag and then seal the bag up. Then pull your mask back up. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then right in the middle of the tent, they had one of these red plastic rectangle looking, uh, uh, it's like, it's either human or hazardous waste trash cans that you see at a hospital or a doctor's office. And they said, now I want you to throw the whole bag in the bin. And there were piles and piles of little baggies. I mean, the thing was full by the time we did it. And the, the COVID testing thing went on for like two days. So... After this whole operation was over, 
He was supposed to go into quarantine until Monday morning, this this past Monday. So come like 3.15, I'm back in my room, and the only time I'm allowed to leave is to go to the dining hall here at school to get food. And otherwise, you have to just stay in your room. So, I mean, it, it, it's very similar to what it was like last semester. I'm not used to being up here without not seeing my girlfriend. <clears throat> on weekends. That that was like the strange part. So I'm used to being able to be up here and kind of do my thing and, you know, weekends, you know, or whatever. It's just normally I'm with my girlfriend on weekends and I'm, I'm normally not here. So, you know, for two and a half days, you have to kind of, you know, stay, stay in your room and, you know, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. Um, it, it was a very interesting experience. Um, I noticed a lot of people after we got our COVID test and a lot of people came back to school on this past Friday to get their test and they had the quarantine through the weekend and I was trying to get my test. I don't know if I said this last week, but I was trying to get my test back down in Maryland, the PCB, the PCR, whatever kind of test it is that goes to the lab. You couldn't get any down there. You know, you could only get the rapid test and the school didn't want the rapid test. So, you know, you had to go and you had to get the actual, um, sorry, PCR, PCB swab from the school. <clears throat> yeah, so quarantine, let's see, it was two and a half days long. Um, I got my results back. I was talking to a, my, my past roommate that I had after I was moved in. He got his on a Tuesday, and he got his results back on a Wednesday night, right before midnight. I took mine on a Friday afternoon, and come Saturday afternoon, I got my test back. So, and really, it took like a day, which which was pretty good. It came back negative, thank goodness. Um, you get a text, you get an email, you get like an alert on your phone, you get all these things. But it, it told me that I did come back negative, which was... Good. I, I was going to be very surprised if I did come back positive. Um, after that email came out, I think I got my like one in the afternoon on Saturday last week. After like everyone got it, like uh, a lot of younger people here <clears throat> started to leave, went other places, kind of just went elsewhere. And uh, that, seriously, I mean, looking out my window, it looked like rush hour for like two hours in the back parking lot of the school. And, you know, I, I don't know if people cared. I don't know if, you know, we were allowed to move about the cabin free. I don't know what was going on. But people were leaving and coming and going as they pleased. And, um, let's see, quarantine. Luckily, I have, you know, projects and whatnot that I was able to work on over Christmas break anyway. I didn't really have to, like, sit there and be like, I have nothing to do. Like, I, I intentionally didn't do some things at home to bring with me. To do that, and I realize, you know, passing time is like uh, either you know how to pass it, or like you kind of just wait for the clock to go and like you watch it. And I think I was in the position where I know how to pass some time, and I was working on a film, I was working on uh, a few other projects, and Saturday, I mean, really, I was working ham on a film that I'm still working on with some production people, like 
that that was like my Saturday in a nutshell. I watched the uh, UFC fight that night. And really, I mean, that was my day in a nutshell. I think I watched a few movies that day. I watched movies on Friday and Saturday. I watched football on Sunday. <clears throat> Pretty sure I still watched movies. The weird thing, though, and I didn't think this was going to happen, was that I was waking up very early. I, I mean, I woke up like at 8 o'clock on Saturday morning, and then I woke up at like 7 on Sunday morning. And I was kind of like, shit, you know, like the whole idea of quarantine in your room, you know, you can still sleep in a little, you can get a little extra sleep, but like I, I got less sleep than normal and I'm just waking up and it's like, I'm jumping up and I'm like, all like, you know, like uh, ready to go. Like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, I can't go anywhere. I gotta stay right here. And you know, it, quarantine wasn't that bad for two and a half days. It, it really wasn't that bad. <clears throat> when I talked to, you know, family on the phone, you know, they'd, They'd be like, you know, what's it like? Is it okay? I'm like, yeah, you know, it's just kind of used to it by now. I mean, honestly, could I do 14 days? Heck, maybe I could. You know, it, here at school, other than going to some classes in person, it really feels like I am in quarantine every day. Because, you know, I'm in a room by myself, and, you know, majority of my time is spent in here. The only time I leave is to go get food from the dining hall or, I haven't done laundry yet, but go to do laundry. And, you know, otherwise it's like, well, <laughs> what the hell is she going to do? <clears throat> so I'm kind of used to it, I guess. When I was back home over the break, I definitely think I got used to being in quarantine, being home, just like staying inside. And uh, the, the weirdest part is when your girlfriend's here, and she's like 20 minutes away, but you can't see her. And the other weird part, you're like right inside one of the nicest cities out there in Pittsburgh. And it's, it's weird, you know, like you watch the news at night and you're like, man, you know, the city's like literally 10 minutes away from my house. <laughs> I can't even go and see it. You know, it's, it's, it's so different. It's such a weird time that we're in. It's just a, it's just a strange time period that we're in right now. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta just go with what happens and take it, take it step by step. This week, my first week, you know, technically it's officially done. By the time I'm recording this, half the classes are, you know, the first day will be on Zoom. Then the next time you meet, it's going to be in person that week. And then some classes are going to be all in person. Some are going to be all online. It, it's just weird. I feel very fortunate, you know, being a film student my last semester that you know, some of the, some of the credits that I'm taking is me actually making, you know, product. Like I have to do, it's called a capstone. I have to actually make like my senior project. I have to do a one credit video for a, a club at the school, you know, stuff like that. Like it still gives me something to do and it still like has some purpose. And, um, you know, you feel like you're not completely wasting time. Like, I really feel bad for anyone who's a freshman or a sophomore right now. You know, you really don't know everything involved with college right now. And, you know, some people, you know, I know quite a few people that were here. They came back for for school in the fall. They had like half their classes in person, half online. 
and quite a few of them told me like I'm not coming back next semester and they knew I was going to be graduating they said you know it sucks but you know best of luck I, I won't be here it's not worth it and, and you know they're they're not wrong they're not wrong at all it is a shame when you think about it think of like all the freshmen out there in college that really do not know what college is actually like just yet and you know we're in we're in the spring now we're about to complete a year come may it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be weird there's there's gonna be an interesting gap for some people um and you know who knows what the future is gonna look like right now with school and everything for any level honestly i feel very fortunate in production and and film right now that I'm I'm able to you know be on a production set, be able to be a part of some things, and you know even with some Zoom things you know I can still you know get my money's worth out of it in my opinion. You know there's some classes and this is where for freshmen and sophomores I think you know this is just like the kill. You know accounting classes you can always do those online. Marketing classes you can always do that online. I don't know about digital design, but I'm pretty sure that can be done online. You know, this, the the science chemistry people with you know with the beakers and you know making explosions and volcanoes and shit like that. Yeah, they have to be here in person to do that. Interior design people, I think they have to be here to do that. I don't know a whole lot about it, but you know, you really start to feel for people right now. You really feel bad for some people. They really just don't know what it's like. They don't get that experience. It's, it's, it, there's going to be such a weird gap. And, and I'm sure, you know, with, with cell phones when this happened and iPhones came out, there's this weird gap. You know, people that weren't used to having a cell phone, those people are very different from the people that had a cell phone. And then the people that just had the flip phone with no internet connection, they're different from the people that grew up having an iPhone. And I were. We're giving kids iPhones at the age of like six years old now, for God's sakes. And it's like, who, who are we helping here? You know, can they have a flip phone? Do they really need, you know, an iPhone with all the latest specs? It's weird, you know, you can see kids walking around with nicer phones than you and I. And we're supposed to be the adults. And, you know, you got the, the rich mom and dad and they're buying him like the iPhone 25 and He's walking around, he has the VR headset on and everything, and he's using his AirPods. And you're like, that kid has that that kid's wardrobe today is more expensive than my house. <laughs> and then you and I are living out of a cardboard box, for God's sakes. It's crazy. These are the weird gaps with having technology and everything. It's gonna be weird to see what's the what is the next generation of people my age, your age, what what are they gonna be like? It's going to be weird. It's going to be a little different. I'll, I'll be curious to know myself. You know, heaven forbid if my son, you know, asked for an iPhone at the age of eight. <laughs> like, no, you're, you're not getting anything. When I was eight years old, did I, I don't think I had, I got a Game Boy Advance. When did I get one? I think my parents got me one, I think when I was like 11 or 12, maybe. I'm pretty sure that's when they got me. I didn't have uh, video games till I was like 14 or 15. And, you know, I wasn't that interested when I first, like, asked my parents about it. And, you know, like, when, when you start, like, playing video games and you're really into it, then, like, you really start playing. And, like, I was playing them so much, like, my grades got affected and stuff. And I was like, that's not good at all. 
So I don't have to stop doing video games, like full on. One of my friends bought me a Xbox 360 a few years ago, and I just recently, before I came back up here, I gave it back to him. I was just like, if, if I play it, it's it's going to be a mess. You know, I'm, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to get anything done. It's just going to be like a wreck. Yeah, but imagine a kid asking for an iPhone, and they're not even 10 years old yet. Like, what, what, who are you going to do a booty call on here? Like, who, what do you, what do you got, side pieces? Where, where the hell are they coming out with the trees? I don't get this, man. I don't remember what the original point was. We're just spinning out of control. Man, it's just going to be weird. All of this is just going to be weird. You know, and they're talking about these new strands of COVID. You may have been hearing about this thing. You know, it, it's like a variant. They're calling it like, you know, the UK variant COVID strand. Deep down, I'm kind of like, what does that, what does that mean exactly? You know, I'm like, I'm curious, like, how do you get a different strand of COVID? And this is an honest question. I'm, I'm not a doctor. I haven't looked into it. The news doesn't really give that information, I think. But it's like, what exactly is like a different variant? Like, how does it operate in a way that, you know, it could be more deadly? It can affect your body differently? I think they said when this, when this new variant came out like a month ago, they were saying something like, this new variant won't affect you differently. But then they're like, oh yeah, this thing, it can, can affect you. Like it's going to do a lot different stuff to you. It, it can do things worse. It can do things better. There's just so much unknown with this right now. And you know, we're all kind of just, you know, holding our breath right now. And they're talking about the vaccines and they're backed up. They have like the next one coming out. They're backed up again. You know, they, they, they're moving down the tiers. They're from 1A to 1B or from 1 to 2. And, you know, every, every state has to handle it. And everyone's just in a different, completely opposite spot right now. Back in Maryland, I don't think they're even talking about an idea of, like, when they're going to start giving out vaccine shots to people like me. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know, worried about not getting one right now. You know, when when you wear the mask, you wash your hands, you follow the rules, you do everything. Like, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it at all. I I, I personally, yeah, I don't mind waiting, you know. I, I completely agree that get with the elderly, give them their shots, and then work your way down with frontline workers. I think they come first. I think I said that in reverse. Frontline workers, then the elderly, and then, you know, you have people with um I think it goes by age in Maryland. I think Pennsylvania does it differently. I think they do it based off like your job, actually. But I think in Maryland, they do it off age. But you know, that's the confusion. You know, every state's doing it differently. I heard a, I heard a news story like two nights ago. There was a dude in, I think it was St. Louis. He drove down to, I think it was a Walmart in Arkansas or Texas. I'm not sure which way he went, but he went down to that Walmart because that Walmart started doing COVID shots and he heard about it. I think through like Facebook or Twitter or something. He showed up, he got a shot and he was like in his thirties, I think. How crazy is that? Like you, you leave one state because of how confusing it is and you can go to another. And, and you know, you, you, you kind of roll the dice. Like, you know, I, I can't make an appointment. It's first come first serve, but you show up and you get it. 
there was a dude in Virginia. I think it was Alexandria, Virginia, very close to where I where I live, like an hour away back home in Maryland. Dude in Alexandria, um, I think it was I think it was Giant Foods. It's a grocery store chain. I think they were giving out shots, and someone didn't show up for their appointment. There were two dudes that were just sitting, like, I think they're at, like, a, a bank extension by, like, the front doors. You know, like, on a Walmart, you have, like, the salon, the game center thing, uh, you know, like, the UPS or the FedEx store and everything right there at the front. Something similar to that, but they had, you know, like, a, a place where they were actually giving out shots. But two people didn't show up for their appointment, and there were two guys that... I think they're at the bank and the doctor comes over to him and says, I have two COVID shots that I have to use in the next like 15 minutes or it, go, it, it goes bad. It comes to the temperature it's not supposed to be used at. And so the guys made a TikTok video about it and like they, they shared like how they got it, the weird story and everything. And, you know, it's just like you're at the right place at the right time and you got the shot. You know, it, it's just so much confusion. And, you know, you have people thought it was a problem with those fake news sources that you can, like, see on your Facebook feed or you can see on Twitter or you can see on, like, anywhere. People thought that was a problem. Well, heck, think about, like, all the, uh, like, fear-driven stuff going on right now. The day I'm recording this, like, the top story on the news right now, beside Deshaun Watson, is um, GameStop. GameStop and uh, Money Investing program um they because of some subreddit for investing they have they have shut down everyone that can actually invest right now and i think it's gamestop bed bath and beyond it's something else and it's because it's a subreddit and like these guys will discuss like where they need to be putting their investments in right now and where they should be putting money in like what product what name to get the the best like benefits out of and so I, Wall Street just like, you know, shut that down. They're, they were like halting everything. And that was the top story going around. And, and, you know, like those top stories, you know, we don't have like good top stories. We don't have like a good story right now. Like on, uh, it was this past weekend, like Larry King passed away. You know, like these, these like bad stories just kind of top each other. My dad was, uh, he sent me a picture this past week. My dad wrote a little blurb that went into the local newspaper by my house. There was this high school athlete who played college basketball, or not college basketball, played high school basketball. She was very good. She was always like talked about in the like local high school highlights on the radio and everything. And um, my dad wrote a little blurb in there because the girl got signed by a college team earlier than expected. And my dad wrote in it and he sent it to me. He was saying, like, it's a shame that, you know, stories like this don't get to see the front page. We have to just stick with bad news. And that, that's something similar. He wrote it in a much better way. But I was like, man, that's true. You know, we got these, like, real crappy top stories every night. You know, like, we, we don't have, like, you know, that nice story. When you turn on the news, you're like, there's some hope. You know, humanity's going to be okay. You don't have that right now. All we have are, like, these really, like, bad like shit shows and like it's ping pong playing it back and forth right now and we don't have any good stories to talk about it sucks if, if it's not covid it's it's politics if it's not politics it's it's covid 
And that's on that's how every newscast starts now. Everywhere. And, you know, like when when can we get some good news? You know, even with the vaccine, something that is is great news, you know, this this is a step in the right direction. Even that has problems. You know, I I find it interesting. The the fear driven stories that, that are like front and center. The first ten minutes of the news, the first pages of the newspaper, the first few pages in the magazines. It's all just bad news. You know, like you can't have actual good news. It's just bad news after bad news every day. All of 2020 was all about COVID. And then towards the end of 2020, it was all about politics. And, you know, it, it was just this cycle. And then we got into the start of this, in this new year. You know, the stuff that happened down at the Capitol, that's like how the year kicked off and everything. And Biden got, you know, he, he's now the president. He came in. And, you know, now we're talking about all this other weird stuff that happened. You know, like, they're, they they keep talking up here, at least in Pittsburgh, about uh, delaying schools reopening. They're going to keep it online. And the biggest fear right now is that, you know, kids don't have the opportunity to actually learn. Because there's a big difference between learning online at an elementary or middle school level compared to high school and college. You know, here in college, you're paying for it. And if not, you're going to pay for it. You have to make the best of everything that you got right now in an online class. You know, I, I, I've taken plenty of online classes before COVID. Now, now, hell, I could write the book on how to take online class. I could write the etiquette book now. People don't really give off like that much energy in Zoom classes. And I do it all the time, too. I mean, I mean hell, it's a Zoom class, for goodness sakes. I mean, you know, you're asking a lot for me to come out here and like have that big ass grin on my face and be like, this is going to be a great day. And, you know, you, you realize like you look around like I'm in my dorm room, I'm in my, my room and my parents' house in the basement, stuff like that. And you're just like, you know, when's this stuff going to end? And like you cross that bridge and you just like hope and you pray to God, like something is going to change. Some days you get there and some days you don't. But then, you know, and uh, plenty of college kids, and this is kind of a pet peeve. They don't turn their webcams or their microphones on the entire class. And like a, a teacher or professor, they just let it slide. I'm like, you should have to fail. If you can't turn your microphone and your webcam on. I know they talk about, well, some people don't have the right technology. Well, that's the school's fault then. <laughs> and get on them for that. You know, the the people here, they, uh, what was it? It was a uh, emergency fund. I think it was something else before COVID, but now it's like the COVID emergency fund. And you'd say, like, why you need a certain amount of money for technology, for books, for food, for whatever. And, you know, the school gave me money because I was like, I need, like, the right computer with an actual webcam and a microphone that people can actually understand what I'm saying. And boom, there it is. School did that for me twice. So some schools will step up and actually take charge. Then you got some other schools and they're just, <laughs> they can't find their ass with both hands. But now let's come back down to, like, elementary, middle school level. I think about how weird it's going to be. For kids that like just got into like sixth, seventh grade, everything's online. 
it, it seriously looks like, you know, this whole year will be online up here in Pittsburgh. So when you think about that, and you think about the fact that they're getting so used now to doing it this way, they won't want to have to go back, and they're giving kids the option. And, you know, you kind of have to. You know, schools can say, we've taken these specific safety measures, and we've done it in a way that we believe it's going to help everyone. But then the parents, like, bring up a good point about something that they didn't even think about. You know, like, there's no way in hell my kid's coming in here right now. You know, it's bad enough that, you know, there's 20 kids in the classroom, but now you want them to have these, like, uh, plexiglass things and take a chance in the hallway and everything. No, it's, it's not going to work. Whoa, jeez. See, I'm getting emotional. It's not going to work. You know, it, you got you got plenty of people that bring up plenty of good points right now. And, you know, you, you have that, like, big crossroad that that you're at now. And you seriously wonder, like, well, are we going to, are we going to, like, try and push to get our kids back in school? Or are we going to try and, you know, keep everyone as safe as we possibly can, but, you know, take the effect that our kids won't be able to come back to school for a while. And they're going to have to adapt and get used to doing school this way. I'm sure there's plenty of kids right now that like it this way. I mean, hell, if I was a kid right now, I'd probably like it too, you know? You wake up, you don't have to like take a shower, put clothes on. You, I think it's like 20, 30 minute classes. You kind of just do your, do your shit online. And then next thing you know, you're playing video games at lunchtime. And after lunch, you do 20 more minutes of something. You act like you're actually paying attention. And then back to video games or watching TV or <laughs> being on YouTube. I mean, it's whatever you want. So I'm sure kids right now, how they probably love this. There's a few that, you know, probably don't insane deep, deep down. You know, someone's probably just like, you know, what the hell is this? I wonder if there's not like that one kid that, you know, like tries to talk to his friends through like, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, you know, because they all have iPhones. I mean, hell, they all got those iPhones. And they're, they're like just asking each other. And the one kid's like, uh, do you think, you know, things are going to return to normal? And you got like that one fat kid with something like me, a little bit younger but fat. And he says, like, I don't give a shit. Like, I hope we never go back to school. I hope we always do it this way. And then you got, like, the other guy that's like, oh, no, I'm sure there's hope. And then, like, he turns his back and he's like, there's no way in hell we're going back anytime soon. I'm sure there's someone like that. I really, I really, I really think, you know, the one of the biggest things to me and I know I'm just going all over the place today. Everyone has like a different opinion of how this should be handled. And that's like one of the hardest things right now is that everyone has a different opinion and a different idea of how we should be doing these things. You know, I mean, just look at the top political level of the president. Everyone has completely different opinions and different ideas of how this should be handled. You know, uh, what was it? Biden was saying something about the 100-day mask mandate, wearing masks, you know, and any federal building, outside, whatever it may be. I forget, I forget completely what he said. But then you had Trump, you know, you see him walking around, he doesn't wear a mask at all. And you see Biden, he'll give press conferences with a mask on. You know, like, 
just that visual alone shows two different people that you know have and are running the country right now. It's a completely different switch. It really is. You know, it, it will be interesting to see exactly you know what happens. You know, because Biden said a long time ago, like we may shut down everything for a while to save lives, stop this spread the best that we can, keep going. And it will be interesting to see that. Like, is he actually going to do that? First of all, you know, you know, talking about the economy and everything. When Trump gave his farewell speech and he was saying goodbye, he said, like, we have we have set the economy in such a good way in these four years. And now that we're leaving, like, we have left them something so great. And they have the potential and they have the right people that can do the right thing. And then, he, you know, he started trashing stuff and saying, you know, he, he lost the election and everything. And then he got on, he got on the plane and then he left. That tells you like two different people, two different states of mind right now that are trying to focus in on different things right now. You know, Trump was focused more on, you know, the actual economy, focusing in on the country. And then Biden, he signed how many different things did he sign those first few days? He signed like 15 things. One of them was the uh, Keystone gas line, the pipeline. If you don't know what the Keystone pipeline is, it's this big pipeline that runs through different parts of the country. It's how fossil fuels are moved through the country at a rapid speed. And it's how we can keep gas prices so low in the country. Like, if you remember, gosh, maybe this was back in like 2010. I remember this. I was in middle school. The Costco by my house was selling gas for 99 cents a gallon. And because Barack Obama was the president at the time, I, I mean, I don't know exactly what happened, but something happened where inflation and everything was, was killing gas prices. I don't think the stock market's what affected this. I don't think it was the crash that happened. Something happened, though, and, like, people lined up for hours at this Costco to get gas. I, 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 I won't wait, like, half an hour for gas. I won't even wait 15 minutes. I just save what? A dollar? Shit, I mean, I need to get the gas and go to work at this point. Anyway, this this pipeline, you know, they move fossil fuels, they move gasoline at a very fast rate. And we're able to use that. And we've been able to use it for years to keep gas prices so low because you don't have to have it delivered cross-country or have it delivered outside the country and has to go through 18 different sources to get to the country. So when you see gas prices start to rise, that's where you're going to see this from. That's why you're going to see this elevation eventually. But man, I mean, Biden came in like a ball of fire. Like he was signing stuff. The pen was on fire after he signed like 20 different things. Two different kind of presidents. And Biden's overturning a lot of stuff that Trump's doing. You know, just two guys, two different viewpoints right now. Do we really need that right now is the question. You know, we just seem like two completely different guys. One that ran the country for four years and one that's now starting to run the country. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting, especially with those variants and everything with COVID. What is going to happen? 
what is what's what's the next move? Where do we go from here? That's pretty much it. And I, uh, you know, I I don't have a lot to share today. Hell, I'm pretty sure half the time I just talked about the the school test and everything. But you know, back up here at school, and you know, we're just kind of flying through, and week one is over, and you know, you kind of just hope for the best from here on out. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I didn't do it at the start, but this podcast is brought to you by absolutely no one. That's right, no sponsors today. This one's free, as if I pay myself. This one's free, no sponsor. Um, thanks to everyone that's been listening. We actually we have a decent amount of people coming back each week, which is which is pretty cool. And uh, I've I've never like stuck to a schedule to put these things out. So thank you, thank you to everyone that's been listening. Um, even though we're not sponsored by Scotty Vlogs, I did a video this week. It was my first day back at school. It's a little, you know, just a little gag-like video, just a little funny thing. It's like three minutes long. Go check it. I'll put a link down in the description of this podcast if you haven't already seen it. And yeah, that's going to do it. Enjoy the weekend, and uh, we'll talk next week.